Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His Kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. I think it's real important to understand that during this this time that the revelation, the word that's going to come uh, is not necessarily going to be a rehearsal of what's in the scriptures. We are going to write the last chapters. The scripture also says, behold, I will do something new. Will you be aware? You can't say enough about the scriptures. Without the scripture as a foundation, we're not going to go very far. But I think the Lord is not restricted. And if he has a people who see him as not being restricted, then he can say whatever he wants to say. And then we move in whatever he's asking us to move in. Do we need half of the world to agree with us to do this? No, not at all. It's going to be based on what he says and our response to that. And I think, you know, unfortunately, the Babylonian system that has grown up with the church has tainted a lot of what the church believes. It's kind of twisted the word slightly. It's just like Satan when he tempted Eve, you know, hath God said? Well, yeah, God said. Well, if it created a question in Eve's mind, then he did his job in deceiving her. When he spoke to Christ, the scripture says, if you throw yourself off this precipice, 10,000 angels will catch you. Yeah, but don't tempt the Lord your God. He knew scripture so well that when Satan came to twist it, he knew better. And I think there's many of us reaching into this relationship with the Lord right now to where that when he, when he speaks, we're listening. We just want to listen to whatever he might have to say. And then as he speaks it, we put an action to it. Here's my act of faith. We're attuned to listening to that voice, that still small voice that tells us this is the way, walk ye in it. What you're saying, Alan, elicits a reaction because he said, you quoted one of my favorite scriptures, this is the way, walk ye in it. And (laughs) that's just like saying, okay, folks, get ready for change. I'm not going to let you sit where you are. You're not going to stagnate. You're not going to die where you are. This is the way, walk ye in it. If Jesus wore a t-shirt, that would have been right across the front of it. This is the way, walk ye in it. And he was saying, come follow me. His whole ministry was creating sons and sonship. We're heading into more of God's creation. A lot of what lies ahead, we're not sure of. 
but it's coming by being led by the Holy Spirit day by day. Our walk with God is something we do every day. When change comes, I don't think it's going to be all roses and flower gardens because that's not how God works. Everybody you talk to believes this is or very near the end of the age. People are reacting in fear. You find people who are losing their lives due to fear, right? The heart attacks is a representative of that. You have people, all kinds of reactions, but people are coming to the Lord in fear rather than in faith. Yeah, we're coming to the end of an age. I'll buy that. But more importantly, we're coming to the beginning of the next day. And that is exciting. That's where our faith really reaches in and says, Mm -hmm. God knows what he's doing. You know, God has a plan. He has not created this earth for it to be destroyed. And it's time to look at the positive things that the Lord is really doing. I have no doubt he's in control. And so I'm just excited entering into a new age. And like Ed said, yeah, we have a thousand years ahead of us. Well, if we think of it in that respect, today, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. That means he's going to speak. Isn't that what you would perceive that to mean? He's going to speak, or he is speaking. Are we listening? Are we hearing? Then are we doing according to what he's speaking? If we're doing according to what he's speaking, then he'll speak to us again because we didn't throw a deaf ear or we didn't harden our heart thinking that can't be God because God doesn't speak anymore. (laughs) And I know this group right here, we open our hearts to hear what the Spirit speaks today in this age. God has created prophets in the earth like Ezekiel. And if you read through that, it's really cool because they both, God and Ezekiel, were in the same place. And that in itself is an important fact. Ezekiel was in the presence of the Lord. So here's Ezekiel, a prophet, in the presence of the Lord. And they're looking in this valley of dry bones. Now, Ezekiel, being a prophet, he knows to wait on God. God speaks, asks him a question. You know the story. They both agree that these are dry bones. God asks him, what, do, what would we do with these? And you can read through the story what, how it turns out. God tells Ezekiel what to say. And God created those valley of dry bones through a prophet that God had raised up and he created an exceedingly great army. Fantastic. And this is a way that we walk today. The men and women in the body of Christ who have been Mm -hmm. chosen as mouthpieces Mm -hmm. are walking in that presence of the Lord. And they're ear is like an intercessor. An intercessor's ear is bent to the need of the world, and his mouth is pointed at God. He's got God's ear. So 
It's the same principle. It's a prophet whose ear is at the mouth of God, and God is speaking, and it goes in that prophet and comes out. And it's not the prophet. It's God speaking through a many-membered body. And the revelation is give God a voice. What I really enjoy most about that particular mm -hmm. story is the fact that God asks Ezekiel, can these bones live? Ezekiel could have said there, no, or he could have said, yeah. But he was wise. He said, only you know, only you know. So because he didn't take a stance either way, then the father knew he could use him and told him what to say. He told him, pray over these bones. And they started coming together. And I think we're right there. We're right there. When you accept who you are by virtue of your relationship to him, now he can use you. And that's what you're talking about. And what happens to you? You get immunity. Your mouth is filled with his word. What, like we talked about in another podcast, dedication, revelation. Because it's an unfolding thing, the quicker we can accept who we are and what God's doing to us, he is creating us. He's not creating another denomination or another group. He's creating the body of Christ. Christ took the victory on the cross. He beat death. So what's the next step? A body of believers who execute the judgments that turns loose all the people that God wants and stands and creates the new heavens and the new earth, creates so much because God is so capable of creating so much. And look at his promises. His promises are exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can ask or think. So what good are we other than give God his voice? Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.